you've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Urban Shooter Podcast. Summertime is here, man, and so are the movies. Talking about one of my favorite westerns and the lessons I got from it, The Magnificent Seven. I hope you like westerns. You asked, so we have a Cigar of the Week to share, plus your recommendations. Barbara Barrett of Women's Outdoor News shares when hoplophobes teach our children. New shooting competitor that just so happens to be a black woman is going to be introduced to you today. She sounds like a beautiful person, and I was so glad to make her acquaintance. In the new products department, I just got tapped on the shoulder to introduce a book called God, Guns, and Guts of Firearm Defense. Yeah. And I got some actresses in my house this past week auditioning for a video. Oh, wow. That didn't sound too right. Well, I'll explain why I had strange women in my house and the wife wasn't there. Spotlight from Freedom's Network. Mm Mm-hmm. All this and a little bit more coming up after after we get started with the podcast that was downloaded 74,000 times last month. This is episode number 325. CrossbreedHolsters.com presents the Urban Shooter Podcast. Thank God for an expert. The weekly pro-gun variety show featuring the internationally known black man with a gun. Your friend and brother from a different mother. That's what I call a close encounter. Ken Blanchard. Love it. This is a star. You're going to love it. It's a classic. All right. I'm so glad you came back and decided to listen to your friend and your brother from another mother one more time. How you doing? Things are going pretty good. I'm keeping busy. I'm keeping the house clean. I'm starting dinner before everybody gets home. And I'm being a domestic dude. And I'm trying to just be a good steward of what I got. But it's been tough mentally. I've been down a couple days. I was got depressed for a minute. Truth be told, yeah, that job thing was getting to me. You put in for work, you send out resumes and resumes and resumes and resumes and like a broke record, right? That's just how I felt too. But at the same time, I had some work I had to do that I couldn't done if I was anywhere else. I had promised a guy that I was going to finish the book, Black Man with a Gun Reloaded, and I did. I'll tell you about that in a hot second. And um, met somebody and we talked about doing some video work, and I'll talk about that with you in a few minutes. And I've been keeping the faith. Speaking of faith, the BlanchardChapel.us, the unnamed church podcast, is doing well, trying to do a um, five to ten minutes every day, Monday through Friday, and give encouragement for those Christians that want a little extra something-something from your friend. Well, there you go. So it's, it's coming. It's coming. We're going to get on with episode number 325 after the Duke leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Why? Sometimes we need to be reminded. That's what I do here. Keep you encouraged. I know it's tough out there. I, I live outside the nation's capital. It's a hot mess. Somebody got to be a cheerleader. Somebody got to get you tighten back up, heal your wounds, and send you back out there. That's what I do. This is the podcast for the good guys with guns. 
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. In 430 BC, a cat by the name of Herodias said, If a man insists of always of being serious and never allowed himself a bit of fun and relaxation, he would go mad or become unstable without knowing it. Next up, Barbara Baird of womensoutdoornews.com. Hey, Barb. Hey, Urban Shooter. I'm going to call this one When Hoplophobes Teach Our Children. It's bad enough that the little boy from Maryland who chewed his Pop-Tart into a gun shape when he was just trying to make a mountain was suspended. And then a kindergartner, a five-year-old boy in Calvert County, Maryland, was also suspended for showing his cowboy cap gun toy to a friend on a bus. Now, that little boy's mom is employed by the school district, and she wasn't even called for two hours while her boy was being interrogated. In fact, the administration really put the screws to that poor kid, and he wet himself. Or how about the news that a school in Grand Island, Nebraska, doesn't like the way a little deaf boy's hands make a gun when he signs his name, so they asked him to change it. But this, this latest breaking news regarding our children, free speech, and guns, actually happened last December. But the father of the child involved has just made this incident public after hearing about the cap gun kid. An 11-year-old boy in Owings, Maryland, was suspended for 10 days for talking to his friend on the school bus about guns and the Newtown tragedy. According to WMAL, he said, I wish I had a gun to protect everyone. I wish I had a gun to protect everyone. The school bus driver heard that, overreacted, took the boy back to school, and the principal told him that the boy earned a suspension for saying the word gun in school. It gets worse. Then a sheriff's deputy took it upon himself to visit the boy's home and demanded to search it without a warrant. Instead, the father acquiesced and answered four pages worth of questions from the sheriff's department. Later, thanks to the ACLU, the suspension was reduced to one day. But this is what happens when hoplophobes teach our children and run our schools. In a society where teachers are trained for the worst catastrophes, fire, earthquake, tornado, it still astounds me that the word gun is not introduced into their training scenarios in college. In a free society with millions of guns in the mix, we know there is evil. In gun-free zones, we know that it's possible that the worst scene in the world, something from the underworld, something from hell itself can happen, just like it did in Newtown. Yet we turn a blind eye. We, we think it's more important to make children pee their pants and take away their free speech at an early age. Is this what education is now about in this country? And it's not just the public schools either. It appears that local law enforcement is quick to jump on the parents of these children and strip away basic search and seizure rights. Now, the NRA gave a lifetime membership to the Pop-Tart Boy, but you know, at this rate, it's going to have to create a special fund at its headquarters to keep up with the nonsense and to try to make these kids feel all right again. 
Now, over at womensoutdoornews.com, we support children learning how to safely operate firearms at the discretion of their parents, of course. And we feature women and girls who are shooting safely and accurately. So please visit us at womensoutdoornews.com. And thanks, Ken. Ah, you're most welcome. Hey, this next piece, I want to introduce ErgoGrips.net and NovaArmament.com as also a sponsor of the Urban Shooter Podcast. And now, our featured presentation. All right, you can definitely tell that the summer is here. Why? Because when you have a free moment and you flop down in front of the boob tube, the television, there is nothing to see. 500 channels and nothing new, unless you pay for it. And then it's still a few weeks old at that. We're getting scammed with that television thing. Am I right about it? Well, I'm flipping the channels because I did all my work. I had a busy week. I wanted to relax and ran into a Western. Love Westerns. Can't beat a Western. You ever thought about how Westerns are? See, old movies are, for the most part, are based on classic themes. There was less raunchiness, less graphic violence and sex displayed. Now, although sex and violence is a part of humanity, it wasn't shown to the degree that it is now. Don't have to watch all that hyperbole now. The Western is the genre that revolves around stories primarily set in the late 19th century in the American Old West. Now, American Western film usually revolves around a stoic hero and emphasizes the importance of honor and sacrifice. And that is a classic theme for me. And I just got finished watching The Magnificent Seven, and it was packed full of lessons, but I'm going to give you five. So five lessons I learned from The Magnificent Seven. Now, in this classic Western from 1960, there's some stuff in there. I hope that you saw it. In short, it's the story of an oppressed Mexican village that recruits seven gunfighters to help them defend their home and their lifestyle. Now, this concept is not original. It came from a Japanese film called The Seven Samurai. And if I could speak Japanese, I'd say it was... Shichinin no Samurai is the proper pronunciation of that original movie. And it's been used ever since, that theme. I think the A-Team stole some of it, and the Expendables is wearing it out right now. Same stuff. Unknowingly, though, many pro-rights folks are falling in a trap that is spoke about in this movie. How so? Well, in our realm to be macho, we're allowing ourselves to be confused as killers, as murderers for carrying a firearm or choosing to do so. And we're not killers, murderers. Gun ownership has moved into the realms of being a smoker. It's now an undesirable thing. And Barbara talked about it. Can't even make a, a Lego block look like a firearm. Your kids will get kicked out of school. So I'm trying to bring you back with some thoughts. Now, this movie shows some that people romanticize being a killer when, in fact, being a killer is ugly. Given a choice, now that these gunslingers that live long enough to reflect and learn, they actually have some appreciation for the farmers. They all long to be part of something. 
And that's why they stay and fight. Yeah, the Magnificent Seven. You see this reference to sheep about the people who just, you know, they're just there. We talk about it all the time, but being a sheepdog and shepherds. This was 1960. And then once the folks had finally stood up for themselves, the peasant people, listen to the difference when somebody actually learns. Only part of the lesson, though. Neighbors, I drink to our friends. They armed us, fought at our sides, and will forever live in our hearts. They haven't gone, then. See, that was a big lesson right here where folks had their first interaction fighting back, and they thought, oh, we're good now. We don't have to do anything anymore. And what happened? Bad guys sniped at him. What's that saying about freedom? That you must stay eternally vigilant? That bad guys just don't quit after one time? See, another lesson right there. So, the five points that I want to bring out to you before I give you like a hundred is that I like the dialogue that comes up that says that there's no glory in a gunfight. You get dry mouth and sweaty hands and it should be the opposite. You get a glimpse of somebody with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. It's not a pretty sight. Somebody haunted by their past. I don't know anybody who's been in combat that's on Google Plus talking about it. It's something that you just acknowledge and you move on. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing's pretty either. You just get it done. You might train for years. But that's not what saves you all the time. You just have the heart for it. You just have the guts to stay in it. It's your mindset. Your training is only the physical part of it. And then there's a message about the bandits themselves. People like to romanticize being a criminal. And although they're tough and dangerous, they're led by a wolf who doesn't care about them. And they don't even have what's good in life themselves. They're starving. Or more stuff than food. Another lesson, what's good in life? A reason to live, a purpose, to have connections, obligations, love. Check this out. Villages like this, they make up a song about every big thing that happens. Singing for years. You think it's worth it? Don't you? It's only a matter of knowing how to shoot a gun. Nothing big about that. Hey, how can you talk like this? Your gun has got you everything you have. Isn't that true? Hmm? But isn't that true? Yeah, sure, everything. 
After a while, you can call bartenders and feral dealers by their first name. Maybe 200 of them. Rented rooms you live in, 500. Meals you eat in hash houses, a thousand. Home, none. Wife, none. Kids. None. Prospects, zero. Suppose I left anything out? Yeah. Places you're tied down to, none. People with a hold on you, none. Men you step aside for, none. Insults swallowed, none. Enemies, none. No enemies? Alive. Well, this is the kind of arithmetic I like. Yeah, so did I at your age. Now take these and give them to someone who knows how to use them. And here's the part that got me. Right at the end, after all these gunfighters had done for the anti-people, for the folks who had brought them in to protect, the bad guy, Calvera, was allowed back in. He took control. Yeah. Just like when folks who are totally anti-gun get robbed or get somebody murdered in their family, they look into you now when they've been against you all this time. This still happens. Let's talk. Things are turned around now, huh? You're wondering how. Your friends, they don't like you very much anymore. You force them to make too many decisions. With me, only one decision, do what I say. You should not be surprised. My good friend, Sotero, he arranged to let me come in. Comprende? Yeah, do you understand? There's always a Sotero. There's always somebody who will let the wolf in. Don't be surprised when your friend is turning you the Benedict, Arnold's the Judas. Keep your head up. Keep your eyes open. Don't fall asleep at the wheel. Stay at the wall. Continue to fight. Remember what you're fighting for. Don't let them disparage you and put you with the undesirables. You're what's best in America. You are magnificent. Of months ago, you guys blessed me by supporting the Kickstarter project for American Gun Owner Project. I wanted to, to do some videos, to do some everyday person stuff, to get some video out there. I mean, just I do the audio, I've been doing that now for six years, but I wanted to hit the video, and video has been my monster. It has. The Kickstarter project allowed me to get a camera, a tripod, some lights. And what else? And some software. And I was still horrified. You got to get the audio right, the lighting right. Subject matter has to be kicking. And I can't kick anything. 
I'm looking at the the YouTube stuff from Fate of Destiny and Colin Noir and and all those guys on YouTube that are doing some great stuff. And there's even like new companies popping up every day. Somebody's got a video with this, that, and they're shooting something really cool. And I have no range. I have no ammo. So it's like, wow, maybe I should just stay in my lane. But I know there's something for me to do that I can help this cause. So I was talking to a guy that I had just met. And he says, well, let's just do some test shooting and just work on some stuff and see what happens. Just kind of, you know, make a potluck thing and, and test it. All we need is a studio, a place to shoot. So I converted a spare bedroom into a studio. Went out and had the big brainstorm of getting that green paint they use for uh, for movies and slapped it up on a wall a couple of times, made a nice, good coat. Took the lighting that I had got from the Kickstarter project and it looked like a, like a, a real studio. I was really happy with myself, but I had no idea whether it was going to come out on the screen or not. So my man came over. And he said, all right, now we need to um, audition, get a couple of models in here, and we'll just run through some stuff and test the audio and test your presence on camera, and we'll make a quick script, and we'll see what we can do. So we put the call out there, and we got two two bites, two young ladies, one uh, mother, the other um, under 25, no experience shooting, and I basically ran them through Gun safety. That's it. Gun safety and some myths about firearms that probably every non-gun owner should know. And then when it was over, we're like, oh, man, that went well, even though it took like forever. And now my man's going to take what we have and mix it up, do whatever they do in the video editing. And I'll, I'll see it and you'll see it probably in about a week. Hopefully. When the bill comes, I find some money. But that's a whole nother story. We're gonna we're gonna partner so he shouldn't hurt me too bad, but I know I gotta pay the um the actresses that came over the models. And then right before they left, we thought, hey, let's get some pictures. I gotta make sure I prove that I was actually doing something this week. So I whipped up the camera and said, Hey, grab a pistol, strike a pose, and without any training, without Anything further than that. Bam. There are the photos. And I slapped them up on Facebook. And man, folks beat me up about how they were holding their firearm. They didn't know. They never even shot the thing yet. Our next stage is to go from marksmanship. And we'll go through that whole piece. It was just a promo. Just a proof of concept. Just a, just a test. So that's what's going on with the American gun owner. Whether the name's going to stick, I don't even know. It's all a work in progress. But what I do know, though, I just helped three people. My cameraman and these two actresses that are busy modeling and acting and doing stuff all in that space. Learn about gun safety and change their mind about the firearms world. So for that, I did my job. It still costs me. Wife's still looking at me funny about that green wall in that room. She asked me last night, what's up with green? And I thought, you know, it's like the the weatherman. They have that green wall and the, 
all those special effect movies is like that. She's like, oh. But I can tell she got that Vulcan eye thing going. I will hear about it soon. So somebody better come out of this or I'll be repainting that bedroom. I can tell you that right now. things in life are free but you can give them to the birds and bees I need some money that's what I want I'll say yeah 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 that's what I want Facebook likes give me such a thrill but them them likes don't pay no bills I need some money that's what I want I say yeah That's what I want Can I share something personal with you real quick? You know I lost my job in February Well I'm getting down to the nubs And I'm kind of scared If you have it to give I'm asking for a donation to keep me going For just a month That's it whatever you got. I got a PayPal link at blackmailthegun at gmail.com. There's a GoFundMe site for the war chest that's on blackmailthegun.com and you can send up anything. P.O. Box number two, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, 20773. I'm only asking because I need it for real and any amount will do. Much appreciated. Thanks. Money don't get everything, it's true But what it don't get, baby, I can't use I need some money That's what I want That's what I need That's what I want Send your boy a birthday gift Coupons Certificates. I'll take a gift card. Damn. Help a mug out. Hey, this week, I want to introduce you to a new acquaintance of mine. Her name is Rita, and she is the spouse of Fred, longtime listener. And see, Fred has been competing in local and state events for like the last 10 years. He's a shooter, competitor. He shot at the 2011 Bianchi Cup held in Columbia, Missouri, and also in 2013. But guess what? Now Rita's in it. And Rita was approached by the famous Vera Koo and asked why she wasn't competing. She'd never seen a black female compete. So, with a lot of encouragement, she finally got into the mix. And her first Bianchi Cup competition was last year in May. And she got the uh, First Time Shooters Award category second place. Along with 1500 bucks. So, Rita's doing pretty good, huh? Not too bad for a grandma. So she's looking for sponsors and some encouragement. So I'm sharing my new friend here on the Urban Shooter Podcast. Welcome, Rita. (laughs) 
Rita, welcome to the Urban Shooter Podcast. Hi. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Rita, you are a competitive shooter. And what's yes. the, what's can I can I find out what state you're from? I'm uh, uh, Lisa, Missouri. Oh, okay. So you are a, a competitor now. Yes, I am. And have been have been for a minute. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. In secret. Uh, yes, I've kept it away from a lot of people. I haven't really told my mother. I don't know how she would take it, and. I think just not a whole lot of people know. Why why, why did you have to do it like that? Well, when I first started, I wasn't for sure that it was what I wanted to do. And my husband has been trying to get me to do it for years. And I kept saying no. And then when I said yes, and he said, well, you know, you're going to have to go down on the ground and go prone. And he said, do you have to pay for ticks? And I said, oh, no, that's it. That's it right right there. Yeah, that's it right there. (laughs) But then once I got started, I started really liking it. almost gave up. And then I decided, no, I'm not going to let him beat me. So then I kept going. And now I'm I'm doing pretty good. Okay, I'm happy with my performance. So what's, what's pretty good? Well, the top score that you can get is a 1920, mm-hmm. and when I started out, I think I would have targets that didn't have anything on them. Okay. And then I think the first year when I went to the Bianchi Cup in 2012, I scored uh, 738. Mm-hmm. And I was shooting my nine millimeter at that time, and then after then he got a uh, Grandmaster thirty eight super, and I shot it and I said I can shoot this, and now my score is fifteen fifty one I think it was nice. either fifteen fifty or fifteen fifty one. Nice. So I just plan on going up from there. Former law enforcement or anything? No. No, I'm not. So just aside from your husband encouraging you, telling you that you should probably try it, what, are you like a sports person? I mean, you play tennis or basketball or something, golf? No. (laughs) No? Not not a super athletic person? No, I'm not. Mm -mm. But you can shoot, though. Yeah, and... I really like the challenge of it. I love it. I'm just isn't trying sh- to get... Isn't shooting cool like that? Yeah, it is. It is. Because I I, I never could imagine that I would even be able to hit the target. And then I kept trying, and I started to give up. And I said, oh, I'll try again. And he's been training me, and kind of rough with him training me because he'll be harder on me than he would someone else and I'm like I can't do this I can't do this and then one day it just kind of clicked nice <laughs> nice so when's your next match so when, I, can, I can start following you now uh, it's going to be the um, Cameron Cup and it's in a week I can't remember the exact date but I can find out the date and 
send you an email and let you know what date that is. Sure. And um, what state is that in? Uh, it's going to be in Columbia, Missouri. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So your husband competes too. Is he? He's he places pretty high, right? Yes, he's a um, expert. All right. He's won quite a bit of trophies. He won the Cameron Cup in 2011, and he shot at the cross. Let me see. He won two at the um, Virginia match. I can't remember what it was called. I didn't shoot at the Virginia match, but he won. Um, oh, I think it's the uh, Cardinal. It's something the Cardinal. He won two. Um, one for expert and one for sharpshooter, I believe it was. So you shooting a thirty eight super now, you said? I I'm shooting a thirty eight super and he's gonna start shooting his. He's got the grandmaster, I've got a true bore. Okay. That I'm shooting. <laughs> cool, cool. How long have you been shooting in general? Uh started in two thousand eleven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, and and I went ahead and got my CCW and been going through it and trying to do everything I can to get out there. All right, so looking for a sponsor, who do you think would be a good sponsor for you guys? You know, I really don't know. I, I just don't know where to look. To find one and everybody is used to kind of they don't really tell you that information afraid to lose what they have themselves yeah that could be it yeah so are you still working another job home person mother no I, I'm a mother or grandmother and retired oh okay cool <laughs> good on you so grandma is 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 breaking clays, busting steel, and making stuff happen on paper. That's good stuff. Yeah. My kids are pretty crowd proud of me. They ought to be. <laughs> My husband has been listening to you for years, your podcast. Oh, okay. All right. And we're gonna follow you, um your progress and, and cheer you on from this side. And if anybody is looking for somebody to sponsor Rita is available and looking for your help. Is there, um, I'll just leave my number with everybody so that if you want to sponsor Rita, you can contact me and I'll pass on information to her. Is that all right with you? Great. Yes, it is. Want to give a shout out to your husband? Yes, this is a shout out to my husband, Fred. All right, Fred. Thank you, man, for letting me talk to Rita. Thank you very much. All right, Rita, that'll, that'll do it. And I'm going I'm to I'm fix this all up, and it'll be on probably the next podcast. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that God. easy. Just that easy. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm happy to announce that I have finished the manuscript for the revised version of Black Man with a Gun. That's right. There's a new edition of Black Man with a Gun coming out this year. 
It has been sent to my editor, and soon I'll be probably finding old Evoke with some photos, and then uh, hopefully it'll be ready by the GRPC. Not t- quite sure I'll be making that trip to Houston for that, though, but uh, we'll see. This book is going to be uh, some familiar stories in there that I've I've talked about, hinted about. I'm going to give you all the juicy details, stuff like my grandmother's story and a superhero for my son and the deal about being a pistol pack and preacher and the name black man with a gun itself got a big piece in here about the NRA and should black folks even join it history of our nation, history of America, history of guns and the fight to keep and bear arms from the perspective of somebody who's been in the fight since 1991. I talk about the police and their responsibility for new shooters, for folks who are on the fence and don't really know. I talk about the real deal about violence, children and guns. For those who are just getting into this, your first gun, considerations, advantages and disadvantages list for pistols, safety, got to have safety. For the in-between, I talk about suppressors and silencers. In the old book, I had something called Letter to my sisters. Well, updated that. Now I have a, I have three parts to it. It's like the epistles. Letter to my brothers. And a letter to my gay friends. Yeah, that's going to be spicy. And then I got some terminology just to help you through if you're new. All that and a little bit more coming out in a new edition of Black Man with a Gun. Reloaded. Still got copies of the, of the original. And, uh... If you want to get them autographed, you can just send me a note. There's a link on the site somewhere. If you get them from Amazon, they're still coming from me. You can cut out the middleman and get them directly from your brother. Just shoot me an email, and I think there's a link for it on the blackmanwithagun.com site. They make great party favors, pro-gun event. You want to mess up some people, I can ship you a box. Speaking of books, just got tapped on the shoulder to introduce a new book called God, Guns, and Guts of Firearms Defense by Sig Swastrom. And Sig is from Texas. He's a firearms instructor and now published author. There's a link on the show notes for episode number 325. You'll see it under Magnificent 7. Check it out. I think I'll have a page for just him, too. Help him out. Give him a five-star rating to get him launched. Because this stuff only works virally. If it's not a friend recommending it, it gets lost in the sauce. So check out Sig's new book, God, Guns, and the Guts of Firearms Defense. Hey, in Spotlight this week, I want you to check out the unnamed trucker. He is a member of the firearms of the freedomsnetwork.org. And he's also a member of Firearms Radio, I believe it is. I forgot what the thing is what it's called. And, uh... Chaz has got this thing. He's he's all over the place. But I'm just going to feature him and let you know that there was another podcaster with some heart, with uh, good good spirit. Give him a listen. The Unnamed Trucker. And you'll find him and a couple other really cool people on freedomsnetwork.org. Did I say a couple? There's quite a few, actually. They're like my family. All right, remember this. 
enjoy present pleasures in such a way as not to injure future ones. Smoke them if you got them. Cigar of the week. All right, this week on Facebook page, on Black Man on the Gun Facebook page, I said, hey, anybody got any cigar recommendations for the brother? And you responded in kind. So big ups to uh, Anthony Gunn for Hire, Calandro, Jason D, Tony Favo, Coy, Dirk Ward, Yogi Roger D, Louis F, and Matthew F. Thank you, guys. You said check out the CAO, La Traviata Davino, CAO Italia, CAO MX2, Cusano number 18, Somebody threw in Five Vega Classic, which I think is like Swisher Sweets. La Flor Dominicana Double Ligero Chisel. Rocky Patel, 50, in the Robusto. AVO, number nine, and a Macanudo of any kind. So I went to uh, Titan Cigars, TitanCigar.com, out of uh, Gambrills, Maryland. Really nice shop. Nice folks in there. And actually got my hands on my first CAO, La Triviato, and I like it. It's a grown folk smoke. Really smooth. I mean, smooth. Didn't have that aromatic thing like the coffee like I love, but this was just the kind of stuff you put in your humidor. You buy, you buy a box of these. I think it was like 13 bucks a stick, I think. Yeah. Top of the line for CAO, I think. I think it's their premium brand. I got to do some some digging. But I enjoyed it this morning with my cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee as I watched the rabbit come across the road in front of my house and jump into the bushes. I don't know whether he was coming back from a late night or starting out early because the sun was just coming up when I was on the porch. And that is my recommendations. There will be that list that you can get if you are a cigar smoker an aficionado if you enjoy the tobacco. Thanks, fellas. All right, I don't know what happened, but I was watching the Magnificent Seven like over and over again to get the points and something about that sombreros and stuff made me start thinking a little Latin. It's all good. Ay, como duele el amor 
como duele el corazón Ay, 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 como mi duele el amor Ay, corazón espinado Ay, como me duele el amor This concludes another episode of the Urban Shooter Podcast Thanks for listening, downloading and subscribing If you need to reach me Call 888-675-0202 or email me at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. Please leave me a review on iTunes, a thumbs up on stitcher.com. The show notes can be found at blackmanwithagun.com. Until next week, shalom, shalom baby. Hey, I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your day or night to listen. Not sure how you're doing it, computer, smartphone, MP3 device, but thank you. If you could go to iTunes and leave a positive review for me, a thumbs up on Stitcher Radio, I think that still allows the bean counting robots to show me that somebody is there. Spasibo. Shukran. Merci. Grazie. Salamat po. Gracias. Obrigado. Kamsehamnada. Dankeschön. Shishini. Domo origato. Shalom, baby.